Happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode number 197 and also the fifth All-Star panel. And this is Shut Up and Grind with your host, Robert D. Foster. So today I have a panel of guests, and we're going to be talking about how to stay on track with your goals for 2022. And so whatever it is you're working on, we want you to see it through. So each of us, we're going to go through and we're going to share our best practices and we're going to give you the 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 actual blueprint so that, so that you can stay on track this year and stop with with the roller coaster or stop stop and starting stop and starting right we're going to help you get that clear vision give you the clear action steps needed so that you can get to whatever it is that your goal is so without further ado let me bring in my panelists so we can start the discussion first up we have the gratitude specialist Tina Torres followed by author and veteran Steve Burlack and we have the TV queen herself, Sharifa Hardy. And then we have Shay Brown, the entrepreneur of entrepreneurs. Well, welcome, everyone. Give welcome. a nice wave to the camera. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So thank you, guys, thank you. Right, so you guys go ahead and mute yourselves, except for Tina, because Tina's going to get the conversation started. And so, Tina, go ahead, introduce yourself, and just uh, get, in, get into your story. First of all, I want to say thank you for getting us on here on early Saturday morning. And you are making me look really cold, feeling really cold today, because I know you are not in the South anywhere where it's <laughs> hot wearing a tank top like that. I don't know. It's covered in snow out there. <laughs> I'm Tina Torres, the gratitude specialist, and I am so excited to be here today. Um, I've been doing gratitude for the last 15 to 16 years, and it's definitely the step of the, the new direction in 2022. Love it. All right. And so t- just tell us about, about the time where you were off track and how you were able to get yourself back on track. You know, funny, we, I just posted this morning, you know, they're doing a 10 year challenge for Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, four years ago, um, kind of lost everything. I lost I lost a marriage. I get out, got out of a 20 year toxic marriage. I became an empty nester when my youngest son decided to join the army. I'd lost a six-figure corporate job. I moved to a town where I knew no one at all, and I had family turn on me when I needed them the most, all in a six-month period of time. So um, I fell into a very, very dark place, and I was able to get out of that with a Bible and a gratitude journal. Nice. Solid start. Solid start. All right, we're going to move over to Steve Burlatt. Hey, everybody, Robert, thank you so much for having me. Great being amongst all the folks. And please give a big hoo to your son for me, Tina. Uh, I'm an Army veteran myself, love the Army. So I'm Steve Burlack, the Intervision Navigator, and I am an author and life coach. So um, probably the, the, the low point for me was just a few years ago where, you know, I found myself as a man with a master's in education and all of these great accomplishments. Uh, I found myself homeless uh, here in the streets of Atlanta um, just a few years ago. And the crazy thing about that, and this echoes what Tina was talking about, um, how does somebody with all the accomplishments that I have and all these, you know, all these great things that I've done, how do I wind up homeless? Well, it was because there were people that were close to me, um, who all promised that they were going to be there for me, they were going to do things for me, they were going to help me, um, and they turned their back and they were not there. And I'm literally, you know, before I wound up, the blessing in all of that was that um, being a veteran, I was able to go to a shelter um, that was run for through the VA. Um, and so that, you know, even in those dark places, there was this blessing 
uh, because there, you know, there were people worse than I was who were literally out in the streets. I was just in the shelter, um, just dealing with uh, all the good stuff that comes with that. You know, the roaches, the disease, the cough and the sneeze and all that good stuff. How I got out of that was two very fundamental questions that I had to ask myself and that drives my life coaching. Who am I? And to whom do I belong? And by answering those questions and really contemplating who am I in the first place? Am I my degrees? Am I, you know, just just the accomplishment I have? Or am I the person who's going to overcome this? And, you know, obviously I can talk more about that. But that's ultimately how I came to where I am now. And the blessing of uh, dark places forcing me to concentrate on those answers. Mm, All right. Next up, we have Sharifa Hardy. Good morning, everyone. I'm so glad everyone tuned in. The first thing I want to say is thank you to Robert for allowing me to be a guest on the show. It is an honor. This is definitely an all-star panel. Shout out to everyone else on the panel. Love you, Chandra. That's my girl. Can't wait to hear from her. Second thing I want to say is if you have not shared this show, please go ahead and share this show because I guarantee you will get some gold. You will get some jewels that you cannot get anywhere else aside from the people who are here today. A little bit about me. I am Sharifa Hardy. I am the go-to resource for entrepreneurs. I always say it's not who you know, but who's willing to admit that they know you. And I know a lot of people. So if there's anything that you need assistance with for entrepreneurship, business, come to AskSharifa.com and we can find someone who can help you and support you. So how did I get here? It was an argument with God. And somewhere along the way, I thought I was going to win this argument. I forgot I was arguing with God. God told me, Sharifa, I want you to help the people. And I was like, God, have you met people? Have you seen people? I am not interested in helping anything close to people. I'm going to go and get me a good job. I was making a lot of money. I told people my debit card was a magical card. I could swipe, swipe, swipe. And guess what? Buy just about anything that I wanted. Couldn't go swipe that new house, new car. I had to check the balances first. But I pretty much was able to just go shopping and do what I wanted to do. And God said, help the people. I said, no, I'm going to go and get a job. Now, what happened? I got laid off eight times. Eight not about eight, not around eight, eight times. And each time I would get laid off, God would say, Sharifa, I want you to help people. And I finally, after eight times of getting knocked down, losing everything, being homeless, I said, wait a minute, maybe you are God. Maybe we should do this your way. And I hear and I obey. And ever since I learned to hear and obey, I became a faithful servant, serving people with their businesses and entrepreneurship. Love it. All right. And she made it. Shendra Gore is up next. Thank you so much for having me, Robert. Y'all, listen. <laughs> <laughs> listen, me and time zones don't get me. I will show up when when it, I think it's going to be there. But uh, <laughs> I am Chandra Gore. I am um, a publicist, business consultant, uh, producer, um, and all around just a, you know, a businesswoman. Um, like Sharifa said, you got to listen. When God tell you to do something, you got to listen. I, I got drop kicked and because um, I didn't listen. So this is why I'm a full-time entrepreneur now because I finally listened and I've been thriving. But the biggest thing that I will say that I have learned 
and that I struggled to stay focused on last year was implementing processes or and trusting, you know, having the confidence that I needed to onboard clients and work with individuals because, you know, that is something that, you know, not having the confidence or not having the, you know, the, it's, yeah, not having fear kept me from really uh, focusing on growing and, you know, becoming a better business person, becoming a better publicist, becoming a better consultant because of that. So I will say that, you know, allowing fear and lack of confidence will keep you from being on, you know, being focused. And that's one of the things that I think we need to um, address. And being that I was finally able to overcome that has been the greatest, greatest thing that has happened to me. And everybody's like, oh, you know, when they say new year, new, you know, new me, new year and all that. I can't even say that, you know, because I'll just say that I've been, I grew in the, in this last couple months. So that is the thing about me. I would go on about what I do as a business, but my main thing is let me help you get, you know, let me help you focus on staying focused. You know what I'm saying? Let me <laughs> use my struggle to help you to understand that you can stay focused. So um, I'm glad to be here because um, y'all some powerhouses and um, I'm glad to be in the midst of all of you. That was awesome. Thanks, hey, hey, Sharif. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we have Shay Brown. I, oh, hold on. I almost kicked you out of the studio. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> go. Wrong, wrong button. All right. Well, it's you a go. great day. As Robert said, my name is Shay Brown. And Robert, I'm excited to be in the building right now with all of you. And shout out to all of you who are watching, by the way, all the moms, all the dads, all the folks who work all day long. You're here right now because you believe you had a potential inside of you to perform at a higher level. And so many people are talking about what they're going to do this year, what they're going to get, how they're going to get started, how they're going to do something different, and they're doing nothing about it. And you're here right now. And Robert, thanks for having this here and making this available for folks like myself and everyone else out there that's watching. So thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. Thank you all of you who already hit the share button. You're amazing. You're incredible. You got so much greatness inside you. And they said, who is Shay Brown? I have no idea, right? I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm like you. I'm a dad. That's pretty cool being a parent. I'm a husband. Well, that's pretty cool. Got a wife. I'm a, I got a mom, so I'm a son. I got brothers and sisters. I'm a sibling. Guess I'm just like every single one of you, man. I'm an everyday human being, getting up every day, paying my taxes, trying to solve a problem in the world and make this place a better place than it is right now so folks like you can smile, right? How did I get here? Well, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. It wasn't one of my dreams. I got laid off. So some of you can relate to that, by the way. Decided to hang my shingle out the door. I'm going to get started. Called myself Coach Shay. Got going and ran out of money. Now, why did I run out of money? Because I learned the golden rule in business. Go ahead and jot this down in your notes if you're taking notes. The golden rule in business is to never run out of money, right? <laughs> and so I ran out of money because I hated selling but I needed it. And that might be you as you're listening. If you're an entrepreneur, maybe you can tune in right now. If you're not, you'll, you'll get some good stuff later. But as an entrepreneur, I hated selling. I hated trying to sell, trying to convince someone to do something, trying to be, feel like I'm a sleazy, arm-twisting salesperson. But I need the money. I need to pay my mortgage. Yeah, I did go through bankruptcy. I need to pay my car note. Yeah, my car got repossessed. I've been there. I, I, I failed so many times. And so here's what I learned. I'm turning back over to you, Robert. And here's what I learned. I say, Shay, what do you do? Well, we now have a sales team that sells for folks who don't want to sell, but they need the revenue. 
They need the resources so they can leave their nine to five. They need the resources so they can hire a freaking assistant. They need the resources so they can hire all these coaches and other programs that are out there. And the only thing holding them back, the only thing, two things you need in business, you need sales and you need a product. You need sales, you need a product. You got sales, you got revenue, you're going to build a product. And that's what we do. We are the number one selling team for entrepreneurs out there, Easy Sales Hub. I'm excited to be here, but it's not about me. It's all about the vision you have for the people you were called to serve. And we want to help you do that. So, Robert, back over to you, man. Thanks for all you're doing, man. You're incredible. You're amazing. I'm happy to be here with the panel. Can't wait to get going. It's a great day already. <laughs> Love it. So, awesome, awesome start. Awesome start to the first round. So the only parts <laughs> that I will add on there. And you're trying to ask um, the question because she was late. Go ahead. Sir, you are motivating Chase. I don't know if you just have a recording that people can play everyone to get up out of bed. You need to do that. I would buy that. We Because I was like, wait a minute. I didn't get up all the time. And I'm like, wait, I, I need to get better. I'm like, wait a minute. You just have a motivational voice. I'm like, okay, let me figure out what I need to do this morning. Because it's like, wait. You you here. Thank, you. Thank you so much. You got high energy, high energy. The only thing that I would say, if you don't have a product, you are the product. Yeah, true. True. Now mute yourselves. So we can stay on track. We on track. <laughs> All right. So the only other thing I, I will add on to this is that I've been there just like everyone else has, has been there. When you, you reach that crossroad, when you reach that, that moment where, where we all say, either there has to be something better or I can't do this anymore. No, so people hit one of those two, two places. But it's what you do once you hit that place. Because for, for mine, it ended up with me having a panic attack while I was driving. I'm on the highway. I had to pull off on the highway. Hearts racing, crying. You know, I'm sweating. I really thought I was having a heart attack, but it was just because I was doing something that I wasn't called to do. And it's one of those things is because I put those limitations on myself, being a college dropout and having people tell you, if, if you don't have a college degree, you're not going to amount to anything. You're going to be pumping gas, you're going to be flipping burgers. So I spent all this time in a restaurant in industry, not knowing that I was learning skills. I was learning skills that I could transfer out and to do what I what it was that I actually wanted to do. And all it took was going to one mastermind group. It was in Chicago. I think this was in 2012. And as I'm sitting out there in the audience, there's like 5,000 people in the audience. And the guy comes out. Coincidentally, he was wearing, he was wearing a tank top, shorts, and flip-flops. And the dude was worth tens of millions. And so he comes out and he says, what's one hour of your time worth? There were 5,000 people in that, that arena. You could hear a pin drop because everyone was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, one, no one really gave an answer to that question. So once he was done with his speech, my, my mindset just completely shifted because we go to work and somebody else decides our worth. They decide what time we come in. They decide when we can take a break. They decide when we can go on vacation. They decide when we deserve more money. And I was like, like my entire life, I'm not in control of it. And that was the, the turning point for me was I wanted to do something where I decided the outcome. You know, so like if, if I need to make more money, I can just put in some more work. It, it's that simple. Whereas when you have a job, you have to get another job where someone else is going to decide everything I just said all over again. And if I want to work with a certain group of people, I can. If I want to work with a different group of people, I can. If I don't want to work with a, with a particular group, I don't have to. 
You know what I mean? So for, for me, it's about the freedom, not even so much the, the financial freedom, just the freedom to actually do what you want to do. All right. So now I'm going to get into the second round where Tina's going to kick us off again. And so now we want to talk about your best practices on how you keep yourself on track. But 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 I want to know how you keep yourself on track when you don't want to. Oh, that's a that's a um, a hard question. Because for the last couple of weeks, I have not wanted to because I've been in vacay mode. (laughs) It's all, you know, Christmas, my birthday, all kind of rolls into one. And then you're like, wait, what day is it? It's January 5th. It's January 6th. What? Oh, my gosh. But um, one of the things that I have to make sure that I always do is have a create a morning routine. And what I teach my clients is to get up an hour earlier. And to create a morning routine, and the morning routine is this. First, you start off with gratitude. You know, I'm I'm the gratitude specialist, so of course I have to have gratitude in my life. So start your day off with gratitude, prayer, meditation, visualization, read 20 pages, so then that way you can read a book a month, and then make your bed. And those are the five things that I make sure that I do every single day without a doubt. I get up an hour earlier. I start my day with gratitude. I end my day with gratitude. And when you start your day with gratitude, it just trickles down for the rest of the day. It starts your day off right. You start creating this attitude of gratitude that everybody needs in their life right now, especially the last couple of years. But it's what got me out of that dark place, what helped me get to the place that I am now with coaching other people, uh, writing two best-selling books um, that hit bestseller, number one bestseller on Amazon within two hours of launching. And now I am able to teach other people how to write and launch their books, their business or their brands and helping them create that same kind of income stream, that same kind of morning routine starting every day, just like that. Nice. Solid. All right, Steve, you're up. All right. Tough fact, the follow right there. Thank you, Tina. So for me, there's one word that pops into my head when I think about how do I stay on track? And and that word is the big D word, discipline. Uh, Discipline is key. And it's that's what I'm hearing Tina allude to is you have to have a certain discipline about you. Right. So there are two places I got discipline from. Uh, One was Drill Sergeant Herndon. I will never forget him. We're talking decades ago. And I still remember Drill Sergeant Herndon from South Carolina, who taught us very clearly what discipline meant. It meant doing what you had to do, not just for yourself, but for your team. When you don't feel like it, when you have to get up at four in the morning and the birds are still asleep in the trees and it's cold outside because it's December and you're in New Jersey um, and you really don't feel like getting up, but that horn is blowing in your ear and your drill sergeant is screaming as he runs through the bunk, get up, get up, get up. You learn something about doing things that you don't want to do, but you do it when you have to do it. And it's interesting is I talk to my clients about this as a man. I have discovered that I am not a boy. And the difference is, as a man, I have to do the things that I need to do even when I don't want to do it. Boys can do what they want to do whenever they feel like it. That's the difference. Same thing with a woman and a girl, right? So the first thing is discipline. So what that looks like for me is it's very similar to what I heard from Tina, right? So in the morning, I actually have a guide, a goals guideline, like a calendar, that I actually share with my clients and I use it myself. So that's one of the first things I do in the morning is look through my guide. I, I, what are my goals long-term and short-term? And then I actually have in that guide the steps that I have day by day. And so I review that. But before I do that, 
I have to center myself. And it's interesting. Everybody has different spiritual walks, right? But no matter what that spiritual walk is, even if you don't believe in God, whatever, whatever your spiritual walk is, you have to find a way to center yourself. Why am I doing the things that I'm doing? What's my purpose? Why am I here? And so for me, I read. I read each morning to center myself, right? I read the Bible and I read the Quran. But now that's a little, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but for me, I find that um, connection is key and knowledge is key. And so I do all of my readings in the morning, center myself. I have, still have to work on, on doing my bed every morning, Tina. I'm, I'm not as disciplined as you are with that one. I'm working <laughs> on that. I'm going to get better at that. Uh, but for me, it's all about the discipline. And then it goes back to the two questions that I ask my clients. I don't ask them because I research it. I ask them because I do it myself. Who am I? That's an ongoing question. As fundamental and simple as that question sounds, what I've discovered, Robert, is that over 20 years of doing this, most people can't even answer the question. The first thing people talk about is their name. Well, my name is blah, blah, blah. But, and I tell them, look, that's great. You told me what to call you but you haven't told me who you are. The way that you stay focused on your goals is you have to know who you are. Why are you even here? What is your purpose? And, and we can talk more about how you even discover that because it's that's its own process. But in order for you to stay focused on your goals, you have to do some fundamental work first. And I think some people actually get it confused and try to attack their goals before they do the fundamental work that they need to do. And then the second question, as I mentioned, is to whom do you belong? Right. And again, for me, you can't really explore who you are unless you explore your total self. Right. Not just your earthly sense, but who are you spiritually? And again, that's everybody has their own walk with that, which is cool. Nothing wrong with that. The key is, can you articulate what your faith walk is, what your spirit is about? No matter what, it doesn't matter if I agree with it or if I have the same walk. What matters is. Can you articulate what your faith walk is? Because that's going to help you stay focused, stay disciplined and stay on point. Because believe me, life is going to be a storm and it's going to hit you right there, right in the face. Sorry, <laughs> it's going to hit you right square in the face. And you better be ready for that by answering those questions. Love it. Awesome. And see, you followed that, that act just, just fine. Just fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sharifa, you're up. Wow, I, I was listening and I'm like, okay, I'm the exact opposite. Being on track, I don't even know what that means to be on track. Being disciplined, I don't even know what that means to be disciplined. I am one of the most undisciplined people there are. I was raised Muslim. I understand what it means to pray five times a day, to make a reminder that you should always be in constant connection 24 hours a day with your God, your Lord, whoever you want to call. But one of the songs that I grew up with as a little child was that song, Go Where the Spirit Says Go. And that's where how I live my life. I, I go when the Spirit says go. I move when my Spirit says move. And I'm one of those people that I can never do anything eight, nine, 20, you know, scheduled things a day. That's why I work one hour a day. I schedule one show a day and it's the roundtable talk show, which airs weekdays at 8 a.m. And I have up to nine guests, five shows per week. And that's the only thing that is always on my calendar. If I try to um, schedule other shows or other things, they don't work out because I come to those times and my spirit is like, Sharifa, maybe you should go do this or maybe the phone rings. So I spend one hour schedule and the rest of the day is constant emails, constant phone calls. I have three different phones where my phone is constantly ringing. So I can't be somewhere else when I need to take that call. So I always keep my schedule wide open so that I can be available to go where my spirit says go. 
Mm. Sweet and to the point. Love it. All right, Chan, you're up. Oops, I almost kicked you out of the studio, too. Wrong, wrong button. <laughs> there we go. Sir, I'm sorry. Well, I will say this. I have um, earlier this week, I started a new routine. I got up, did, you know, got in the shower, got myself together, had my coffee. And at nine o'clock, the power went out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So anytime that would discourage anyone from going back and um, starting a routine and like, um, I forgot, Miss Torres said, you know, you have to wake up with gratitude and have a routine every morning. I now, I still, I went back to that routine that I started because, you know, it's actually helped me become focused. Like when I got power on Wednesday night, I got up on Thursday morning, same thing, got up by seven o'clock, I was up and, you know, by eight o'clock I was downstairs working. Having that focus of structuring my day where I can be successful has been the greatest change for me to stay focused. And, you know, I respect Sharifa on that one thing where she has one scheduled thing a day. And Lord, I wish I had that. Um, but, you know, I actually schedule and I so I can remain focused what time reviewing when I'm writing press releases, when I'm actually going over articles that I have to write, when I'm actually assigning tasks to my admin. I have an admin, y'all, for, you know, just want to. Like that's an accomplishment for me. And then when I'm uploading different things, I actually have blocked off my day to the hour, to the minute so that I can stay focused because I realized that's what I needed. You know, so knowing exactly how to speak to yourself and how to keep yourself motivated and focused, you know, you have to have those hard conversations with yourself. So that's what I do to stay focused. And that's what I think that you know, have that hard conversation with yourself and you'll find out why you haven't been, you've been struggling to be focused. You know, if you need to take a week and learn how and schedule your whole week, if that doesn't work, then next week, try something else until you find that happy medium where you can be focused. Um, That's, that's that biggest thing. But the routine, I will say this, how you get up in the morning is how your day is going to be. So choose ye today, what you would like. You want to choose violence or do you want to have peace? So, that's all that that's what you you end up going to you know going to do during the day love it nice all right shay oh i must kicked you too i keep i keep hitting the wrong button all right here we go <laughs> no worries so the question was asked how do you get back on track when you get off track right and life is a series of being on track and off track so there i was in my fourth year of business uh super excited because i had my first big client and if any of you entrepreneurs you have your first big client it feels pretty good and then that client got bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where probably 80 percent to 90 percent of my company was servicing that one client which you know you get a run like that for a year it's like amazing by the way if you never had that happen and then the client a year later told us that they were not going to renew the contract it wasn't because we did anything wrong it wasn't because we did anything bad according to them they wanted to go into a different direction and if you ever lost your biggest client Right. And you find yourself having to go back out and get revenue. It can be daunting. And so I was off track. Now, why was I off track? I was servicing the client. Here's why I was off track, because the number one reason that most companies stay in business or number one reason companies stay in business or I'll say selling is the oxygen to any great company in business is I lost track on generating new leads or finding people with a problem that my company could solve. We was working with this one client so much. And maybe some of you have been in this situation and you're putting all your energy there. 
that I took my eye off the ball, which is the number one job, I think, that of any entrepreneur is to go out there and find people who have a problem. Jot this down in your notes. People will pay you today if you help them solve a problem today. We're all in the problem-solving business. I got off track. Now, how did I get back on track? Well, I got back on track because I had to go out there and get these systems and go out there and start generating leads again. Shay, what's your point? Shay, how can I walk away with this? What's one idea you have for me, Shay? Because you said life is a series of being on track and off track. Here's the idea. Jot this down in your notes. I want you to jot this down in your notes because I didn't know that then, but I know it now looking back. And here it is. It's one of my 12 rules for life. I got 12 rules, but here's one of them. Systems be goals every single time. Jot that down in your notes. Systems be goals every single time. Shay, why do you say that? Because systems are duplicatable. Systems are repeatable. I had to go get a system in place to generate qualified leads that would then turn into buyers. Now, how does that relate to you? Why do you say that? Well, goals are in the future. And goals, by definition, don't exist, right? I mean, the future, by definition, doesn't exist. We're always in the present moment, right? Our monitoring operates in three quadrants I'm aware of. The past, which doesn't exist. You can't do nothing about that. The future, like there's a moment, there's a moment, there's a moment. And then the future, which you never get to. So when you have the systems in place, then you can stay on track. So the question to you is, what system do you have in place for your health? I know you're going to go to the gym. Everyone says this gym thing, get healthy, eat healthy. Have you done that? What systems do you have in place for your intimate relationships with the ones you care about, the ones you love about? Or what systems do you have in place in your business or in your finances? People form habits and habits form futures. When you change your systems, you change your habits. When you do that, you make new choices. With that being said, that's how I stay on track. When I get off track, I go back to the systems I have in place. And typically, I've moved away from the system. And when I find that happen, I got to get back on track again. Back over to you, Robert. Life is a series of being on track and off track. Here's the good news. You can make a decision today. You get right back on track with the right system. Either you run the day, as Jim Roy says, or the day runs you. I'm trying to run my days. I'm trying to get a little pleasure out of life. Back over to you, Robert. <laughs> Love it. You guys are crushing this, this time. I, I, I might throw in a, uh, a fourth round. All right. So I just want, want to recap. So as the five of the five of the panelists were speaking, we got I got own the morning, know who you are. Go where the spirit says go. Keep your schedule open. Time block your, your schedule. So safeguard your time and systems beat goals every time. You know, so if, even if you just write down those five things, you have a blueprint to stay on track. You know, before I even add my two cents, you know. So for me, and I'm glad none of you said it, so it's, I'm not duplicating it. You got to figure out what you don't want. You know, what don't you want? It's easy to, to stay on track when you identify the things that you don't want. And I'll use my own weight loss journey. And I say that people are like, weight loss journey, you? It's like, yeah, I was overweight once, one time. And I said, this will never happen again. It's like I made a decision. I committed in that moment to get back to my athletic past. But what happens is I felt what it was like to be fit like that. I felt that. And so for me, it was easy to run back to it. So what, what happens in everyday life, like if you're someone who's working a job and now you're intrigued about being an entrepreneur, but you haven't felt that. So it's tough to run to it because you don't know what you're running to. You know, so by, by zeroing in on what you don't want anymore, it makes it easier to run towards what you do. So it's like, I'm tired of working for someone else. You know, I'm tired of having my time dictated by someone else. You know, 
you just have to figure it out what it was for me. It was like, I lived on the third floor at the time. Like by the time I got to my apartment, I was out of breath. You know, my joints were starting to hurt. I couldn't play basketball at any more than 20 minutes at a time where I used to play for hours upon hours. You know, I couldn't run the way, the way I used to, to run anymore. And I was a new father at the time. My son was, I think he was right around a year old and just trying to run around with his little bow-legged ass. You know, it's like, I couldn't do any of that stuff. And I just really, I don't want that anymore. Like that is not me. That's not who I am at my core. And so I was able to take that motivation of not wanting to be like that, not wanting to feel like that. And I was able to run back towards what I wanted. And then even the, the same thing of making that jump from working to entrepreneurship is I was holding on. So anyone that's listening that was holding on, I, I feel you because I held on. I was making decent money with my fitness clients, but I still had the security of my, I can't even call it nine to five, but my six to six. Right? <laughs> so, you know, so I was still holding on to because it, it was tough to make that loop. And then as Sharif, Sharifa said, go where the spirit takes you. The spirit was trying to take me, but I was holding on. And so the universe intervened and I lost my management job. You know, so now now it's like, all right, I'll help you decide. This is gone. Now go forth and be who you were meant to be. And so now I get to do the things that I want to do. So when my alarm goes off, it's not because I'm going to go do the things that I want to do. It's like I love motivating people. I love pushing people. I love watching people celebrate wins. Like all of that stuff is, is great. So. I don't have to dread getting up in the morning. Like my alarm goes off at 420 in the morning. I have no problems with that, you know, because again, because I'm stepping into what I was put here to do. So that's my best practices. All right. So we're going to get back to Tina and you just got an open forum. Whatever you want to share in this round, it's all on you. Don't give me the open floor. You know, I'll take it. I'll I'll take it. Um, well, I want a lot of you guys to know, um, it's so hard to stay on track. It's so hard to get your goals on there. It's January. Everybody's talking about the New Year's resolution, getting your goals on track. And just like everybody was saying, you, there's different things that you can do to keep your, yourself on track. And you don't want to start a million different things. So just start with one thing. Yes. If you say, you know, I'm going to get up an hour earlier, then that's all you got to do. Uh, Steve, you know, Stephen was saying, oh, Tina, I don't know how to make, I, you know, I'm not good at making my bed. Just start making your bed like tomorrow morning and, you know, don't implement all of these things at once because if yes. you implement too many things, you're, you are going to fail and you don't want to fail because then you're going to fall back and you're not going to do any of it. So implement one, one thing and then get, you know, become an expert at that one thing and then implement another thing and become an expert at that thing. And then eventually you'll have that system and that, that, um, that morning routine and that habit in place for you to expand your business, for you to expand your personal life and do whatever it is that you need to do to level up your business and level up your life. Nice. Love it. All right, Steve. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. So one of the things I just want to jump into is, um, and, and I alluded to this earlier, One, the key is is that staying on track is great. And, and all of these steps have been tremendous that I've heard, but I've also discovered something else about life. And, and for me, I'll speak for me right now. I didn't, I cannot build my business. I can't do any of the things that I want to do just by myself. I need the right people in my life. And, and it's really funny. And I'm going to explore why 
answering the question who you are is so important because people will, how does that relate to day to day, right? So here's a good example of that. Um, I want you to imagine for a second, everybody in the panel, everybody listening, just imagine for a second that you're a laptop. You're just this tremendous, great laptop. You've got all these, all the newest apps. You've got, you know, all these great games, all these incredible things that you can do, right? And however, in order to maximize yourself, you really need to connect to other things, right? You need to have a printer. You need to have a scanner. You need to connect to different uh, screens, right? So that you can really maximize what you can do. However, you don't know what brand you are. You're not really familiar with the type of laptop you are. You just know that you're really good. So you mm -hmm. keep trying to connect your cords to all these other different things to make you better. The problem is you don't know that you're a USB. You use a USB cord. So you keep trying to use another type of cord besides a USB, and you can't figure out why you're not connecting. And guess what? You get frustrated. You get angry. You start yelling at the screens. You start yelling at the at the printer. Y'all ain't nothing. Why, why are you not helping me? And you can't figure out why you're not connecting. And it's because you haven't done the simple work of finding out who you are. You are a USB. You use USB cords. So guess what? You need to connect to other things that use USB cords as well. So when you ask yourself who you are and you fully explore who you are, that's how you wind up getting the right people. What's really crazy to me is that when you start living in your own purpose, your own passion, you really have figured this out and you're living in that light. It's amazing how people around you will vibe with you. The people who have the right vibe, who are on the same plane as you, who are thinking the same way as you, who actually want you to succeed, they come to you. You don't even have to seek them out. You don't have to do all of that. It, they will come because you have done the fundamental work that you need. You're connecting to people with the right cord because you have finally figured out what cord you are in the first place. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm telling you, I cannot, I have not made it this far by myself. There have been people who have come out of nowhere, people who I would never have expected to help me on this journey who have stepped forward and helped me. Now, the, the flip side to that is I've had people really close to me with, with these titles like, you know, family, right? Friend, <laughs> right? Friend who literally dropped me, dropped me. As soon as, as soon as I started having any struggles, any problems whatsoever, they just dropped me. And it was because I was focused on their label, cousin, <laughs> uncle, friend. I was focused on the label and trying to connect them based on that label instead of connecting them because I was clear about what my focus is, what I'm trying to accomplish and who I am and allowing people with like minds and like spirits to, to connect with me and help me grow and help me and help me with my passion and my purpose of helping people. And the great thing about that is when people are vibing with you in that way, not only do they help you, but you find yourself in relationships where you're helping them as well. And you have a mutually beneficial relationship where everybody is growing. And that's what I call broadcasting your inner champion. Your inner light is actually broadcasted out to everyone and impacting everyone in a positive way. And I, I stay focused now on having the right people in my life, because believe me, you either get the heart or the boot. I actually posted that on New Year's Day. You get the heart or you get the boot one way or the other. And I don't care what your title is. Um, you get one based on who you are. And if you're not sure which one you get, then you know you get the boot. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> All right. So sadly, Tina had to had to leave us, but that's okay. We're going to keep on moving. Sharifa, you're up. 
Yeah. So you, we're just throwing it out there. So I had to listen and, and hear. But I, I just wanted to think of the one main message I would give to anyone. And that is I launched my first uh, radio show in 2009 called Ask Sharifa Radio. Since then, I've had some type of talk show, radio show in some form or fashion. And I've interviewed thousands of entrepreneurs. I've interviewed thousands of business owners. And to be clear on who you are and what you do is one of the main lessons that I learned from all of them. Anytime I do a speaking engagement, I, I ask the question, are you operating a business? Or are you operating a hustle? Because those are two different things. There's no judgment on what you want to operate, but businesses operate in a certain way. Hustles operate in a certain way. So be clear on what you're doing. And to me, part of operating a business is being able to set boundaries, being able to decide who you want to work with. For me, people are shocked sometimes when when they try to send me an email or make a phone call in the middle of the night. And they're like, but entrepreneurs, you know, we hustle. That's what we do. And, you know, money don't sleep. All these expressions. And I say, well, I, I sleep. I'm a business owner. My business operates from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Anything like this, this is a wonderful platform, a wonderful opportunity. It's a Saturday. I chose to be a guest here. I chose to focus this time on my business and give it that energy because my business is technically closed. So as a business owner, I set boundaries. And that's what I've seen some of the most successful business owners do. The other thing that I saw them do is everyone I have met who is successful always ask the one question, what's next? What's next? What's next? They're never satisfied in being where they are. They're always looking for that next challenge, that next goal. They're not people who just stay stuck in any situation for any reason because they know whatever situation they're in, it's a choice. You know, sometimes people will tell me, Oh, Sharif, I stay at my job because if I left my job, my spouse wouldn't have health benefits. And I say, OK, I understand why you made that choice, but it's still a choice, you know. And so wherever you are, whatever you're doing at this moment is because that's what you decided to do. Yes. Period. <laughs> All right, Chan. say this at this point you know what i'm saying i'm gonna leave you with this like like um steve said get away from the titles of people because i learned a lot about friendship partnership family all of that stuff and you know don't look for those you know to be supportive don't look for those who you feel that you know are um you know that are liking your posts to patronize your business or promote your business so be realistic in your in that and understand that your support is not going to come from who you think it's going to come from. Um, and I, I will say this again, have those hard conversations with yourself. What are you willing to deal with? All money isn't good money. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that we definitely, definitely, that's the words I would leave for anybody, what the advice that I would give to anybody at this point. You know, have those hard conversations with yourself and you'll be surprised on how much growth you can have in that in those spaces. You know, I, that that is one thing I can say. But and also as a business owner, don't let people play in your face about your business. Don't let people, you know, haggle your price down or tell you you cost too much. You know, know your worth and keep it at that. 
You said what you said. Your rate is your rate. Honor that. Because the moment you waver, then the respect diminishes. So respect yourself and keep yes. focused and own that. You know, if your price is your price, go get, they tell them to go get some more money from somewhere because I'm not disrespecting my craft or my expertise to fit your fit your box. So that's the word of advice. And, you know, I know someone's going to say, oh, that was wrong. I really don't care. Um, <laughs> but I will, you know, I will tell people, stand firm on that. Don't let people play in your face this year. You know, don't don't let them, you know, take away from the things that you've worked hard for, the expertise you've grown, because then you're they're showing you exactly what they think of you. Mm, love it. And and you are definitely not wrong. If you go if you go to the steakhouse, the steak is what it costs. <laughs> you can't go, hey, you know, I'm feeling like this steak should be about 15 bucks instead of 25. Doesn't work that way. So our services are no no different. <laughs> so all right, shame. So there I was, right, about to give this this talk, this speech. Um, I was one of 15 presenters at this three-day event. I was given an hour to get on stage to, to share my best ideas, right, on how folks can grow their business. And then right before I was going on stage, by the way, the pers- person came over to me and said, Shay, uh, we're running behind. I'm like, duh, I can see that. And I wasn't a featured speaker, by the way. And she said, so um, you only have five minutes. I'm like, five minutes? <laughs> hour to five minutes. Some of you have been in that situation, right? And I'm thinking to myself, what can I possibly tell these experienced entrepreneurs in five minutes? Well, I'm going to share four words. It's one of my 12 rules for life. I got 12 rules, by the way, 12 rules. But here's one of them that I shared with the audience that I, I believe is very applicable to you, the entrepreneur, or you the mom, you the dad, you the dualpreneur, by the way. Uh, you the person that have big dreams and you want to do so much. You want to help so many folks right now. And you know that this is your year. You know this is your time. And you just need one idea. Because how many ideas you need to change your life anyway? One. That's right. One good idea implemented is better than a thousand ideas you know right now. And here's the idea. Four words. Go ahead and jot these four words down in your notes. And here it is. Do what you know. That's, that, that's what I said. I got on stage, said my name, and I said, here are four words that are going to help everybody. Just do what you you know. Now, you might say, Shay, that, that, that sounds so obvious. Right. Easy to do. Easy not to do. Now, let, let's just take a look at some areas that may be applicable in your life. Maybe for you, and I'll just pick health because everyone's on a health kick, by the way. And no matter when you see this video, you might be watching this long lost video file. I don't know when you're going to see this, but we know January 17th is National Ditch Your Resolution Day, right? So if you're in January right now, most folks have quit. We're only on, I think, the 7th or 8th right now. Most folks quit. But think about your health. Just if you just do what you know, maybe you just need to drink eight ounces of water, 64 ounces of water a day. Just do what you know. Maybe it's more fruits and vegetables. Maybe it's a little more advanced. Maybe it's going to the gym. Maybe for you, it's just taking some action. Do what you know. Maybe if it's another area of life, maybe it's dealing with wealth, right? And you're like, well, I want to create a legacy of wealth. And and maybe some of you are doing well. Some of you like me, you've had some ups and some downs, but you're back on track again then maybe it's just spend less than you make, right? And, and that's a good starting point. If you're an entrepreneur and you're out there right now, you're like, Shay, it's, they say it takes money to make money. And that's not true. That's not true. What are some things you know that you can do right now? 
I'll give you one idea for all the entrepreneurs. I see everything through a sales lens. That's just how I see the world. It's one of my 12 rules for life. I like what Steve was talking about. Steve's a good guy. They're all great folks, by the way. But Steve went to my alma mater. I went to Morgan State University, by the way. He's also a member of my fraternity. There's only one fraternity. You can see the crimson and cream. So you know there's only one fraternity on the freaking planet, by the way. Let me just say that. So he's a good, good capitalist. But but here's the idea. And there are three words. Go ahead and jot these three words down in your notes. And, and, and I don't want to run out of time, but I want you to get this. I don't want you to show up and you just watch this and you get inspired and, and motivated and pumped up and then go do nothing. I've done that before. That's not going to be you. Here it is. This is this is what you can do. You know, put it in your notes. Collaboration crushes competition. One of my 12 rules for life. How can you collaborate with other folks? Collaboration crushes competition. We're here now collaborating, not about Shea Brown. It's not about any other speakers on here. It's all about you, but we're collaborating with ideas and there's probably 50 plus ideas jumping around. You can grab one and just do what you know. Do what you know. Can you make it better? Sure. Can you, can you, can you advance it? Yes. But if you just do what you know right now, I promise you, you improve your health, you improve your happiness, and you will improve your wealth. Now, Shay, how do I do that? I'm coming back over you now, Robert. How do I do that, Shay? Because sometimes I struggle with that. They, they talked about that a little earlier. So let me give you one more idea. I know I said I'd give you one, right? Do what you know. I got it. Collaboration crushes the competition. How can you collaborate? We're already talking about that right now, even while we're helping you guys. But but I want you to put this in your notes. And this is, this is what drives me right now. It's called uncomfortable action. Just two words, two words. And that's so easy. An easy sales hub It's all about, we give you things that are easy to understand and easy to execute. Ain't nothing as complicated. Easy to understand, easy to execute, right? Uncomfortable action. See, you can take action and not feel like it. You cannot feel like going to the gym and get your butt up and still walk to the gym and walk in there. Uncomfortable action. You can feel like not writing another email but take uncomfortable action. You can pick up the phone or contact someone that you're uncomfortable calling. So the question I want to leave you with is this. In your life, because I'm not there, through the power of these fiber optic lines, you and I are connecting right now, but there'll come a time we won't be there. But you'll have this video, so go back and watch it. What is the uncomfortable action you can take right now in your life? For me, coming to you now, Robert, I've joined my third gym. I belong to DMV Iron Gym, right? This is Iron Gym where these guys are muscle-bound guys and they're all into competing. But I'm not there for that because I belong to two other gyms. I got a personal trainer. It's not about that. It's about their mindset. It's about their mentality. It's about the focus and seriousness. When I walk in, it just feels different. It's uncomfortable. I'm the shortest guy in there. I'm five, six and a half. My wife tells me I'm a giant, so don't laugh, right? But I'm five, six and a half, right? 170 pounds wet. And I'm like, gee, no, me. It's uncomfortable. I'm the new guy. I know they all laugh like, no, oh, how long are you going to be here? <laughs> they don't have been to other gyms for enough for 16 years. I'm cool with that. But there'll come a day where I'll be one of the regulars. So you take uncomfortable action and you'll achieve what you want. With that being said, Robert, back over to you, man. All right. Well done. All right. So some takeaways from, from that round. Start with one thing. You need the right people in your life. Let your inner light shine. Be clear on who you are and what you do. Set boundaries. Always ask what's next. Be realistic in who supports you. What are you willing to deal with to get what you want? I added on that to get what you want. Know your value. Do what you know. Take uncomfortable action. And I'm glad, Shay, you just said collaboration crushes competition. Because where I'm going is, I'm going to look right in the camera. Stop it with the I'm independent nonsense. There is not one independent person on this earth. Not one. You need the people at the bank. 
You need the people at the grocery store. You need the, the utility people. You need the people that, that cut the meat. It's like you need people to get through this life. So every time I hear people say I'm independent, I'm like, oh, are you growing your own food? You know, it's like, how are you how are you powering your house? Who's building the houses? Who's taking care of the plumbing? Like, we need people. We need each other to have success. And the sooner people realize that, saying, can you help me, is, an, is the ultimate form of power. That is not weakness. Asking for help is a power. Being vulnerable is powerful. It's not weakness. It's powerful. So when you can actually say, you know what? I don't know this. Let me find someone who does. So just like Shay said, do what you know and then outsource what you don't or find a way to learn what you don't. So when I first got into fitness, I knew I was good at keeping myself in shape. I knew I was good at motivating others to want to wanna get in shape. And I, would knew, I knew I was good at getting them to believe in themselves. So those were the superpowers. Then I just needed some other powers to go along, along with the superpowers. And so I went out and I learned how, how to market. I learned branding. You know, I learned uh, media pitches and you know th things of, of that nature. I learned those things that, that I needed to know. Those aren't my strong points, but they they helped me accompany it. Like again, going back to the whole steak thing. Nobody has a steak without some sides. So you have your superpower, but then what are the powers that you can improve upon that can help enhance your superpowers? So even doing these these podcasts. A year and a half ago, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I was going to find people. I, I don't know if people were going to listen to me. Like I said, and I'm booking into May. Like I started with one show, then I added a second. I added a third. Now I've added a fourth. And they're, they're, all, they're all booked up. And I get to meet amazing people like the people on the panel today who are willing to come back and participate for you, for the audience, to give you guys tips that you can utilize like this isn't just so we can come up here sing each other's praises and go home like i just read off a list of actionable steps that you can take right now <laughs> you know right now that help you stay on track but the biggest thing i want to hammer home before, before we do our last round table is i mentioned earlier about my fitness journey where i said i made a commitment i didn't set a goal i didn't make a resolution i made a decision I said, this is not going to happen ever again. And it didn't. And I had seven surgeries. And I was crutching my butt around Planet Fitness with my three knee surgeries. I was thinking, all right, I can't run, but I can do other stuff. You know, I may, I may not be able to jump, but I can calf raise. And I, I, I didn't worry about what I couldn't do. I leaned into what I could do. And that's how I kept myself focused on that journey. I mean, there were a couple of times, like I told myself, I, I would not get over 200 pounds again. You know, I got to like 197, 198 a couple of times, you know, so like, I, like it was close, but I kept it from happening. And why? Because I had to honor my commitment. And we make commitments to other things, to other things. Like we'll commit to show up for someone else. We'll commit to do a deed for someone else when you're not even committing to your own needs, and when you commit to your own needs, you flourish, your family fl flourishes, and it flourishes for generations. So if you're on the fence about doing something that can take your life to the next level, not only are you doing the world a disservice, because whatever it is you want to start, the world needs it. I promise you, the world needs it. And you're not going to be able to better take care of yourself and your family because you're on that fence. That's where it goes back to just making the decision. Okay, just get started.
All right. So with Tina being out, Steve, you're up first. Tell us what you do. How can people get get in touch with you? Who do you work with? You got to unmute yourself. Got you. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Sometimes you got to remember stuff like unmuting buttons and stuff like that. Okay. So um, real easy. First of all, again, I want to say thank you to this incredible panel and for you, Robert, for putting it all together. Really appreciate being here. Um, my website actually is right there behind me, steveburlack.com. I'm actually switching hosts. It'll be um, on my new host coming this week. So look for that. You can Google the Burlack Method, which is my company, my overall company. Um, Google that. You'll get all the information about how you can reach me and all the work that I do, including uh, my broadcast your inner champion life coaching modules, which is which is paramount and key um, to what I do. And also you can find my book there, broadcast your inner champion, uh, which is a great resource um, that I use for my for my coaching. I'm on social media. I'm on Facebook. Steve Burlack. Not too many Steve Burlacks out there. That actually is one other. Believe it or not, wow. that's a whole other story about connection, right? <laughs> uh, but you can find me on on Facebook. Find me on LinkedIn. Um, Steve Burlack. I'm on Instagram. S Burlack, and I'm on uh, Twitter. S Burlack. Um, so by all means, and you can also check out my YouTube channel. Uh, Steve Burlack channel, youth, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I have my show there, Your Inner Champion. And also I was a host for BET Tonight some time ago. You'll find some of my old shows on there and that good stuff. Nice. So look forward to seeing you. Any of you out there looking for some life coaching, you really are tired of going through the mess that you're going through and you want somebody to help you through it. Tell me about your storm. I'll coach you through it. Love it. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. So what was your biggest takeaway from the other panelists? Awesome. Uh, well, there there were a lot of tremendous points. And thanks for putting me on the spot, Robert. I appreciate that. No there, there were a lot of great points that I got. So one, one of the first things I, I want to say is the uncomfortable action um, that I got from Che. And, and just going to throw that up there. So I want to say that because that was one of the it's it really struck home for me because as a life coach, one of the most humbling things about being a life coach is that I'm a human being with my own flaws, right? And that I got my own issues, right, that I deal with as a human being. And one of the biggest challenges I've always had was asking for help. Go figure, right? I love helping people. I love um, walking people through their own storms and, and finding their way to their port. But but calling somebody on the phone and asking them for help was was something that I shuddered at. I mean, literally would get it's funny you talked about it, Robert. I would get those anxiety attacks that you talked about when you were in that car. I understand what that feels like, because just just asking someone for help was such a huge issue for me. And, and thankfully, that's something that. I've put behind me. I do ask for help now. In fact, I, I have a, you know, those, those are things that I constantly do. Um, but one of the things I learned too, is just because you figured something out, doesn't mean it doesn't, it can't creep back in your life. If you're not careful and you, you can easily slip back into old habits. Um, and so Che uh, was a reminder to me, um, you know, to, to, keep doing the uncomfortable things that I need to do so that I can actually help people the way that I want to. I mean, everybody had tremendous points that they made, uh, but that's the one that my biggest takeaway that I'll take from today. Love it. Sharifa, you're up. Mute, unmute. What, what is my question, Robert? Well, first, you're going to just let people know where they can get in touch with you, what you do, who you work with, and then what was your biggest takeaway from the other panelists? Okay, because we were going around so much, I get lost. You know, I'm all over the place. That's why I said I'm the most <laughs> disciplined person you will ever meet. Um, 
Hey, the one thing that I always tell people is this. If you have any question regarding anything with a www, contact me. Do not face the unknown alone. Ask Sharifa. Um, there was so much gold here. You can find me on at AskSharifa.com. You can find me on Instagram, Sharifa Hardy. You can find me on Facebook, either my pages or, you know, send me a friend request, Sharifa Hardy. Um, I just wanted to say when you were talking, Robert, about having that team and building, you can't do everything alone. I always mention every time she's on the show, Chandra is the one who handles all of the PR for me from all of my the magazine interviews that I do, radio interviews. That's all Chandra, Chandra Gore, not me at all. So I definitely have to give credit where credit is due. The biggest takeaway that I got from this show was really just listening to the energy that Che has. I mean, everyone is amazing. I, I, I love on Chandra every day, all day. So, you know, that's nothing new, but Che's energy and just having energy and being excitement because excited because one of the things that I learned is that investors do not invest in companies. They invest in people. And sometimes that investment is not just writing that million dollar check is giving you their business. That's their investment that they're making. And so if you love what you do in your passion, you have that high energy that just shows that Che, you know, when he wakes up in the morning, loves what he, he does. I think that's amazing. Awesome. Jan, you're up. I would say, I know, I know Tina had to drop off. The The one thing that stood out to me was being um, the gratitude when you wake up every day. Um, I, I actually, you know, that is something that, you know, I have to get better at. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I, I wake up some mornings, I'm like, let me lay back down and get my life together. <laughs> but I have to be thankful. Like, seriously, I'm like, let me just turn over and maybe I don't want to do this today. And, you know, waking up and saying, to myself, I'm thankful for, you know, for getting up. I'm thankful for that. Incorporating that, like, you know, I've always said how you start your day is how, you know, how it goes. And I think adding that gratitude is going to be the the, the game changer for me and for anybody else. Because if you wake up choosing violence, it's going to be a problem all day. You fighting all day. So um, that's the greatest takeaway that I have. And you can find me on at ChandraGoreConsulting.com. On Facebook, Chandra Gore Consulting. Um, Instagram is, I do have now a company Instagram because I have to separate me from my business because I do have a personal brand conversation with Chan and I do have my, me as a individual. So, you know, follow me there. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast, because I've had, you know, a I have what Sharif on, Robert on. I haven't had Steve or Shay. Shay, you definitely gotta. I definitely gotta have a conversation with you because, you know, we're gonna have to get some ringtones, something to put on people's <laughs> phone. I'm serious. That you're you would be a great alarm every morning. Like get up. I can hear you saying that. I don't know if you ever considered that, but that's just my business tip for you. Creating a ringtone. I buy for a dollar twenty nine. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying. But I will say that you know find me talk to me um i'm a publicist i'm a business consultant so if you need some help if you need some um you know to be reach a different audience i'm here for that um but don't come with me no with mess if your business just has an instagram that's popping i'm not the person for you so <laughs> that's all i can leave people with today love that real talk <laughs> all right shay you're up Unmute, unmute. 
you you gotta just get forgetful in the last round. <laughs> yeah, I know. Listen, I'm so in tune. Um, so how can we connect? Um, here's here's what I like to do. I mean, you can see me and you can see us, but I can't see you, right? I mean, who cares about me? So why don't we do this? Let's just connect on Instagram. I'll say that's my jam for now. You can find me anywhere, I'm sure. But just go to Instagram, type in I am Shay Brown. Now, why would you type in I am and then my name, C-H-E Brown, when you type in I am Shay Brown, you'll be able to follow me. But here's what's really cool. I can follow you, right? We talked about collaboration. <laughs> we talked about building relationships. And so now I get to see what you're doing. I get to see what you're up to. And that starts the collaboration. So it's not about me. It's really all about you. So connect with me on Instagram. You'll find me there. For those folks who just need something like, Shay, I need a website to go to, we'll give you a free gift. You can go to evergreenrevenueplaybook.com. It's our gift for the entrepreneurs. They just want to generate revenue. They believe that selling is service. So you're here to serve. And you just want to generate some revenue in your business. Go to evergreenrevenueplaybook.com. There's no cost. It's free. You can find all that stuff there. Um, the number one idea I walk away with, looking forward to connecting with you, by the way, on Instagram. Yeah, that, that should be pretty cool. Um, the number one way, uh, number one idea I learned, I guess I walk away with so much wealth right here. Sometimes you show up to teach and you're taught. You know how that works, right? Um, it's really what Tina talked about, which is gratitude. And the reason I say that, and I know Tina, I've heard Tina talk a number of times. I've been on her show. She's been on mine. She's pretty cool is this was the reason I started about 370 days ago, right? Uh, Walter, uh, one of my frat brothers, one of the best motivational speakers on the planet, has an idea that I took from him and put into our 12 rules for life, which is habits and rituals. He says, life is about habits, it's about rituals. And I always say, because I got the Shea Brown remix version, you know, I'm part of the Puff Daddy generation. I got my AARP <laughs> card down, by the way. So I always say that people form habits and habits form futures. I know I know, I had to have the remix version, right? But, but the habit I wanted to, do last year was on gratitude listening to tina and so i use the day one app it's an app you can you don't have to use it if you want you can get the five minute journal and every morning in the app it asks you three questions what are you most grateful for and you know when i first started doing this and tina shout out to you um it was just an idea last january i'm now 300 days into this thing by the way and i started doing it every morning in the beginning it was like i'm grateful because i got a customer i'm, I'm grateful because i got to do this then slowly, you go back and look, I was grateful that my son and I got to talk in the kitchen and he shared what was going on in his life. Or I got to take my mom to the doctors and on the way to the doctor, she told me what it was like for her being a little girl. And I started really becoming more grateful for things that I never was seeing before. It wasn't even part of it until I started noting it. So what's my message to you? What's my point? Yeah, gratitude is important. But if you can express gratitude on a daily basis, you get a deeper level of understanding, which is a distinction. A distinction is a deeper level of understanding amongst any topic. So gratitude was one of the things that I walked away with. Robert, you're amazing. The panel is amazing. And for all of you who watched, who hung in here, don't make this the last time. Connect with Robert again. Make sure you get on the Rise and Grind show. Don't make this your last show. Follow all the folks here. Find them, like they said. Find me, and let's start the journey together. With that being said, Robert, I turn back to you, man. Thanks a lot. You're amazing. You're incredible. You know, you and I started a journey about a year or so ago, man. And yeah. um, it's been incredible. I'm looking forward to doing more with you and everyone that's on the panel. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And going back to collaboration, I met Tina because of Shay. Mm -hmm. I, I met Chandra because of Sharifa. I heard about Sharifa from a different guest I had on the show. I think it was Sherry Williams, you know, mm -hmm. and, and collaboration is everything. Mm -hmm. But my biggest takeaway, and I have three pages of notes down, down here from, from everyone talking. I have three pages. So I learned a lot as well as I do with each episode. But it, it goes back to 
who are you? You know, who are you? And and even from this show, I've interviewed a lot of successful people on this show, and it's shut up and grind shade, not rising grind. And <laughs> and um, when I ask people to describe themselves, the answers are all over the place. You know, it's like like you you, you have a six figure business or or a seven figure business. Like you work with people, you change people's lives, and yet you can't answer who are you. You know, so I think defining that who you are. At, at your core, separate separate the career choice. Separate the fact that you're an entrepreneur. When stuff is on the fan, who are you in that moment? Because that is who you are. When things are, when life is at its absolute toughest, when you are at your worst, that's who you are. Like, I want to know that person. Because that person is going to be the one that drives you forward. Because anybody can be positive and motivating when everything is going great. But when life gets tough, who are you then? You know, so defining who that person is. Because people tell me at the gym, like, Rob, you are never in a bad mood. I said, yeah, because that, that's just not me. I'm a happy-go-lucky person. I'm happy when the sun is shining. Uh, as much as I hate the snow, I'm happy when there's snow on the ground, like it is now, and it's 18 degrees outside. And I, I take life as it comes. I take the lemons, I take the onions, I take the strawberry cheesecake, I take it all. Like nothing can shape me at that level. And so I think the biggest thing that people can do is answer for themselves that question, who are you? Because me, I'm a competitor, first and foremost. And that's why I don't let things break me because I look at everything as a competition. You know, so like when I busted my knee and, and the doctors told me I wouldn't run and jump again, I said, all right, you fix my knee, I'll take it from here. You know, it's like I'm not going to let anybody else put labels on me. When I made the jump into fitness in 2009 at the height of the recession, everyone's like, you're crazy. You're chasing a dream. You got five kids. I mean, my kids were a lot smaller back then. I'm like, you got five kids. You need to focus on your family. You got a house to pay for. And, and I was like, this is what I'm doing. Because at my core, I know who I am and what it is that I want. So I was able to block out all of that noise and move forward. You know, and again, starting the podcast, how are you going to c- compete with these names? How are you going to compete with the celebrities and blah, blah, blah. Eye on the prize because I knew what I wanted. I wanted, wanted to give that message of hope, you know, message of hope. Why? Because I felt hopeless before. And I know that feeling sucks. So if I can just get a group of people together, have, have me share my stories, have them share their stories, share their journeys so we can give people hope. So for the people listening now, uh, um, I want to assume you got a lot out of this, but now the biggest question, what are you going to do with it? You know, what are you going to do to stay on track with your goals for 2022? So if you listen to this all the way through, you know, drop it in the comments. I mean, what, we're, we're done now, but you can drop it in the comments and I'm pretty sure any one of us can and will respond to it, but what are you going to do with this information now? Because now, now it's time to put in the work. We gave you the motivation. We gave you the, the, the steps. We gave you our best practices. Ball's in your court now. So Steve, Sharifa, Shay, Chan, Tina, thank you guys very much. This is an amazing panel. And next one will be in February. We'll be talking about love, right? February is the month of love. So I have my relationship experts, my dating coaches and All of them will be on and we'll be talking about love. (laughs) All right, guys, have a great day.